Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. On the surface, latkes might look like any other pan-fried potato cake. But these traditional holiday treats are so much more than a starchy comfort food. Latkes have been a Hanukkah staple for at least 200 years and have roots dating back millennia. But it took us a while to get here. Hanukkah, of course, is the Jewish festival celebrating the miracle of the oil that lasted eight days. The story goes that over 2,000 years ago, after a small rebel squad led by Judah the Maccabee drove religious oppressors from their land, they went to rededicate their temple, but most of the holy oil for their lamps had been desecrated. As miraculous as their victory was, this one day's worth of oil lasted eight. Eating oily or fried foods to celebrate the holiday goes back to the 800 CE at least. But potatoes are native to the Americas. They wouldn't arrive in Europe until the 1500s, and they weren't really popular there until the 1700s, when a French dude who practically lived on them during his stint in a Bavarian prison promoted them as an inexpensive and hearty sustenance food. So, what were latkes made with until then? It turns out ricotta and other cheeses. Okay, this is because uh, sometime around the 12 or 1300s, rabbinic discourse started linking the victory of Judah over his oppressors 
with the fictional tale of Judith's victory over her oppressors, uh, led by Holofernes. She fed him salty cheese so that he'd drink too much and she could behead him. Uh, Lots of art depicts this scene. It's pretty metal. Um, So, cheese was becoming a traditional Hanukkah food around that time. And then, in the late 1400s, Spanish rulers in Sicily expelled the Jewish people living there. They fled to northern Italy and beyond, and brought with them recipes for southern Italian ricotta pancakes. It turned out to be the perfect cultural combination, and fried ricotta latkes were the norm in Eastern Europe through the 1800s. During that time, a couple of things happened that set the stage for potato latkes— First, in Eastern Europe, potatoes were being planted as a sustenance food where other crops were failing, so potatoes were cheap and plentiful, whereas cheese was more expensive. And second, okay, we're gonna need to talk about Jewish dietary guidelines, called kosher laws. They forbid eating dairy products and meat products during the same meal, or even cooking and serving them with the same kitchen and dining gear. So, if you're making dairy-based cheese latkes, that means you have to fry them in either butter or a neutral fat, like a vegetable or olive oil. But butter was also expensive, and vegetable oils could be even pricier because they mostly had to be imported. A popular cooking fat at that time and place was chicken fat, or schmaltz. You can't cook cheese pancakes in schmaltz, but you can cook potato pancakes in it. Through the 1900s, the potato became so synonymous with latke that you don't have to specify anymore, though you can find lots of different recipes made with different ingredients. The traditional kind today calls for grated potatoes, shredded onion, egg, salt and pepper, matzo meal or breadcrumbs as a binder, and vegetable oil to cook them in. You stir the batter together, ladle small scoops into a hot pan, about a quarter cup or 60 milliliters per scoop, then pan-fry the pancakes until they're golden brown and lacy on the edges, something like four inches or ten centimeters across. You might eat them with your hands in just a couple bites, dipped in or topped with applesauce, sour cream, or both, often as a side dish with Hanukkah dinners. They're crispy on the outside and creamy soft on the inside, salty and starchy and satisfying. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with cookbook author, blogger, and latke expert Amy Kreitzer back in 2019. She explained that the basic latke is always good, but that you can get creative, too. Quote, One of my favorite toppings is just a little bit of cream cheese and lox, and then some other bagel toppings like an everything bagel spice or some red onion. I've also done a latke's eggs benedict for breakfast, and then recently I just did fried pickles latkes. She does have more traditional potato preferences, though. Uh, Her grandmother's go-to, the russet. She said, they're the starchiest, they're cheap, and I think they make the best latkes. She would also use some grated with onion and would grate it with the potato, which helps keep them from browning. But to get your latkes to crisp up appropriately in the pan, we must turn to science. You want to squeeze as much moisture from your grated potatoes as possible before you mix them with your other ingredients. Either press them between paper towels or wring them out in a cheesecloth. That way, when you put them in the hot oil in the pan, they don't steam. Okay, you want your oil to be up around 350 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 177 Celsius. Water, of course, boils all the way down at 212 Fahrenheit or 100 Celsius. So when you put your latkes in the pan, the water in the potatoes will immediately start vaporizing into steam, 
which will create a barrier on the surface of the latkes, preventing the oil from browning them. The longer the latkes sit in the pan, the more oil they'll soak up, making them more soggy than crunchy at the end. You squeeze out excess water from the potatoes so that they'll crisp up nice and quick. It also helps to keep the pan hot by using a heavy pan that holds heat well, like cast iron, and cooking in small batches. And one last latka crisping trick. Repurpose the potato starch that you squeezed out. Uh, Kreitzer said, One thing I do now that I didn't do growing up is I save the starch from the potatoes while shredding them. I squeeze out all the liquid, then let it sit for about 10 minutes. Then, when you drain off the water, on the bottom, there's this white starch, which is actually potato starch. I add that back to my latkes, which helps them stay crispy. Today's episode is based on the article, How Latkes Became Hanukkah's Favorite Food, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Stephanie Vermillion. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.